Welcome to Winning the Inner Game. This is Colton Lindsay. Hey, real quick before you watch the video. Are you looking for the most effective and affordable real estate sales training and coaching on the planet? Well, go to fearlessagent.com and check it out today. Enjoy the video. Hi guys, it's Colton Lindsay here with Winning the Inner Game, here with another winning series interviews I'm super excited about today. Real quick, I just want to let you guys know this is sponsored by Fearless Agent Coaching and Training. You can go to fearlessagent.com and in, in the uh, description there's a link for a free 45-minute webinar if you want to check that out. Also, uh, Mojo Sales Dialing Solution, one of the absolute best places on the planet to manage your relationships, have an auto dialer, and to really just make more contacts out there. Today, I want to introduce you to Renee. Out of, it's Detroit, right? You guys are in Detroit. Yeah, Metro Detroit, yep. Metro Detroit. And we had her husband on last year, Joe. Uh, super awesome interview. What I really love about this, uh, husband and wife growing a, a really mega Keller Williams uh, type style uh, real estate sales team. It's really awesome because they're, they're pretty new in the business and they're just growing at a rapid pace that most people aren't growing at. And I love to hear that. Not to mention the dynamics of, of their household with the new baby coming soon. It's going to be another added you know piece to the puzzle so Renee we don't have a ton of, of gals on this interview so I think you're the third one and so I want to welcome you to the show maybe just take 90 Thank seconds you. give us a background of, of how you got involved in real estate and, and how how far along you guys are and really how you got to where you guys are I know 90 seconds is not that much so <laughs> try try your best sure sure so uh, my background is uh, in engineering went to the University of Michigan got my engineering degree there out of college, worked for General Electric for just over five years of moving around the country in operations, which is somewhat similar to what I'm doing now. Um, I worked at a bunch of different sites. We were in Cincinnati, we were in Boston, we were in Texas, we were in California, back to Cincinnati, all around. And uh, and then when we were in California, started to get a little bit into the investing side of real estate. Um, wanted to get back closer to home, so we moved uh, back to Cincinnati and did a little bit more investing finally knew we wanted to come home to michigan so in 2013 moved back to michigan uh, that's when joe really started getting boots on the ground here and then i started working with quicken loans um, one of the largest mortgage lenders in the country and um, got more familiar with with that side of things and joined joe full-time in october of 2014. so and, you, were, uh, yeah. you were working actually for quicken loans at that time is that right I was from January 2013 until October 2014. Yep. Okay. So, and then you joined in 2014, end of 2014 with the sales team. How long had Joe been doing it at that point? So his first full-time year was 2014. Okay. So what happened 2014? Why the shift? What made you leave what you were doing and then sure. go hop on board? So um, as I'm sure a lot of individual individual agents, when you don't have a team feel, uh, you get to a point where you're just running ragged. There's literally no more hours in a day, even showing houses in the snow at 10 o'clock at night, dark as can be, there's just no more time. So um, it was at the point where Joe needed somebody else and it had always been our vision to grow this together. We've done a couple other businesses together as well. So uh, it was just time he needed, <laughs> he needed me to join him. Uh, it was hard. Um, I was doing well and making good money at Quicken, so it was kind of a. I would have left a lot sooner if um, the opportunity there hadn't have been so incredible. But yeah. so for the first, uh, let's talk before you joined the sales team, 2014. How many? Because that that's really the start of the sales team, even though it was really Joe at the time. How many transactions in 2014 did you guys as sales team do? 
2014, we did 50 sites uh, buy sell uh, for just uh, around 7.1 million. Okay. And sales. So you joined the end of 2014, 2015. I know you guys were just growing the team massively. What, how did you yeah. finish 2015? So we finished at 194, just shy of our goal oh. of 200. <laughs> Unfortunately, obviously how things go around the holidays, a couple things slid, but 194 transactions for just under 33 million. Okay. Sales. So. so tell me again, what month did you join? with Joe? October 2014. And so at that point, did you guys have any other support or any other staff or was it just you and Joe? It was just Joe and I then. Uh, we shortly thereafter brought on a showing agent um, to start to get some of that piece off of Joe. Um, from a showing agent, worked into a buyer's agent and we're still running a showing, showing agent buyer agent model um, today. So Okay, awesome. And so 2015, tell us from the first year to the end of the year, kind of the growth pattern that you guys experienced. Wild. Um, <laughs> so the first three months of the year, I think uh, January last year, we closed four, closed eight in February and four again in March. So, um, you know, just kind of tinkering around and having that effect that I think a lot of individual agents have the up and down because you're servicing, then you're, you know, you're um, out there doing sales and you're servicing sales back and forth. Right. So um, started off slow. Um, and it, like, like I said, it was Joe, I showing agent, buyer's agent. And then started to ramp up people. We knew we had built the relationships with a lot of our allied resources to have the business. We just needed to um, we needed to to get the systems and people in place to be able to ramp it up. So um, so yeah, we uh, we finished the year at thirteen, and we're now at seventeen people. So so you guys did in the first quarter last year six sixteen deals. Is that right? In the first yeah, right quarter? around sixteen deals. Yep. And from sixteen deals. In, so in the next three quarters, the next nine months, you did 178 deals. It was wild. Yeah. The most that we closed in a month last year is 32. And um, this year for March already, we have 38 um, closed plus pending. So yeah, it's just wild. Awesome. So so flash forward to today, we're wrapping up the end of uh, first quarter 2016. Yep. And now you said you have 17 people on your, your team. Is that right? We have 17. Yeah, well, 16 with one starting next week. Yep. And does that include you and Joe or is that not included? It does. Okay. That does include. Yep. So go through then what is the dynamics of your team look like with 17 individuals? What are the different roles and why is that even important to have that many people? Sure. Um, so why it's important to have, have that number of people is because we have the, the business coming in. So we need to be able to service the business at a high level. Uh, we still need more people. So uh, anybody's looking to join a team in Southeast Michigan, there's a little plug, <laughs> reach out to us. But uh, quick, the, the, how can, how can they get a hold of you? <laughs> uh, they can get a hold of uh, me at Renee, R E N E E at the Delia group.com uh, or 248-877-9379. Um, and yeah, we'll get you plugged in. Um, how we have the team kind of separated. So we have an operations side of the business, uh, which is where I mainly sit and work. And then we have Joe uh, on the sales side of the business. On the outside, we have a transaction coordinator who does all the buy side. And then we have two virtual assistants. Uh, one of them supports each one, the listing manager, one, the TC. Um, and then on the sales side, uh, we have an ISA division. So we have two ISAs just started in the last couple of months, getting that rolling. They're outbound uh, prospecting, picking that up. And then we have the agent side. So we have a lead buyer's agent, buyer's agents, and then showing agents under the buyer's agents. Okay. Awesome. So with with the uh, virtual assistants, are they just mm -hmm. on the, the operation side, the VAs? 
We do right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And what tell re reiterate what is it that they they do? Is it transaction coordination and then the front end getting listings up and rolling? Is that what I understood? Yeah. So um, basically, anything that is routine transaction or transaction is what we try to get them up to speed on and leverage as much as possible. Um, so they're doing like onboarding of new clients. They're doing post close activities. When I say onboarding, it's like getting the title work ordered, working with the lender to make sure everything's everybody's on the same page, setting up the transaction up front. Um, on the listing side, they're doing uh, a lot of the pre-marketing, putting together the pre-list packages um, that Joe takes on the listing appointments. So a lot of the paperwork, documentation stuff. So with with those guys, and how did you guys find your virtual assistants through my outdesk or through a different company? So an interesting question. We we've done it both ways now. Um, so we the first. We had three through my out desk, uh, still have one with us. So it was a little bit of trial and error getting that figured out. Um, we still do have one through my out desk. However, a couple of weeks ago, I guess it's been almost a month, we hired one directly through onlinejobs.ph, yes. which I highly recommend if, if, uh, if you haven't been on there. Um, and she's a rock star. She's phenomenal. They both are. They're both really great. And, and through um, onlinejobs.ph, probably much more uh, – I guess it's less money, right? Less investment on your side. Is that correct? It is. Yeah. And the virtual assistant takes home more. Um, and it's kind of like a freelance free market, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, where you don't have, like you're talking about the third party taking out a big chunk of that income. It goes straight to the individual, which is awesome. Yeah. So yep. one of uh, my, well, I guess my only virtual assistant I hired off of onlinejobs.ph, Rodell, he actually now lives in Australia. And he's nice. still working for me. And he is so awesome. And, and you know what's cool is because it gives these guys an opportunity to increase their income, use right. their skill set. And, and so it's, you know, a lot of people that I've talked to shun upon this hiring and outsourcing. But no, I mean, we're in a global economy now. And so right. you can help these people and they can help you. You might as well create a partnership. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. On the um, – the, the pre-list packets that they're creating, mm -hmm. are you guys delivering those ahead of time virtually, you know, digitally? Are you hand delivering them? What are you guys doing? So we are delivering them through email um, as email attachments. And then in that email, we also send links to our, um, our Zillow uh, site profile site. So everybody can see all the reviews, a um, couple other review sites. We also include links to some of our past virtual tours. So people can see what kind of photography we're having done on the properties. So yeah, it goes out in email form. Okay. Oh, awesome. So you're putting in some of those virtual tours. That's a great idea. Cool. So tell us then, let's really dive in because Joe handles the sales side, you handle the operation side. So what is your Monday through Friday AM to PM look like with that side of the business? Sure. Uh, so doing my best to time block, <laughs> like you said, baby's on the way. So there's a lot, of, a lot to get done. Uh, so right now my day looks like the morning I spend getting the team rolling. So um, going through where the business is at, um, under contract transactions, what listings do we have coming up? Where is everything at? And we're using a CTE now. I'm not sure if anybody else is, uh, is using that. We're starting using that, getting what away is, from so many spreadsheets. What is CTE? So everyone Sure. It's commitment to excellence. And it's basically just a, a massive online Excel file, um, but it looks more like a, a program. It's got a nice interface to it. And uh, we were finding that we were using 10 different tabs in an Excel spreadsheet um, to track all this stuff. And it was a lot more manual and there's a lot more room for error and equations and things like that. So CTE really locks that down into one program. Uh, you just enter it all in and it spits out reports. So that's really helped. Uh, how much, a lot. What's the, the cost, the investment on that? 
think it's only, uh, we've only just started it three weeks ago, but uh, it's 30 bucks a month, I'm pretty sure. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's really it's a way to, to, to measure your metrics, is that right? Yes, absolutely, yep. Awesome. Yep. Um, so I spend a little bit of time in the morning just making sure I understand where everything's at and then setting up the priorities for the day um, for the ops team members. Um, it's a little bit of the listing manager and transaction coordinator doing that for their virtual assistants that support them. And then uh, me helping the listing manager and transaction coordinator make sure we're real clear and on the same page from priority standpoint. Once I get them rolling, um, usually moving into projects. So CTE, just getting that up and running, still have pieces of that I'm working on. Um, we're also working on transitioning into a new CRM here within the next couple of weeks, uh, so, which is always fun. Uh, so we be working on that and uh, hiring and recruiting, both um, supporting the sales side, recruiting, hiring, onboarding. Uh, there's a lot that goes obviously into that with the training and everything, and uh, but also on the, the ops side as well, still looking for more talent, build the bench. Awesome. So with with that, do you guys have a full-time recruiter now or are you and Joe still handling that or how are you doing that? We don't. It's still Joe and I handling that. I pretty much do the upside. He pretty much does the sales side. Uh, we're using ZipRecruiter. Really, though, a lot of the great candidates that we've got have come from our sphere. Um, so we send out mass texts every so often to friends, family, past clients, just saying, hey, who do you know, you know, looking to make a change in their career, who's super successful in their current career, and maybe just wants to do something different, right? Because we're looking for um, talent. And talent usually is going to be successful with or without you. Um, so those are the people we're looking for. Well, I think it's important to point out to those that are watching. So in real estate, it's really easy to focus on let's get that next listing or let's get that next contract, right? And to really scale like you guys have done or any big team is you've got to put in your business model. How are you going to be recruiting talent? How are you? Sure. It, and it's a little bit of a, a dance type courtship, right? Because you're not For just sure. going to go in, sit down and say, sign here. You're going to interview them, get to know them, check out their, their disc, their AVA, go through your system. You got to, I'm sure you've got a hiring process. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. We follow the uh, RS process, recruit select process that Keller Williams teaches. Gone, we, Joe and I have both gone through that class a few times. Uh, it's been all the difference this year. Uh, there's no way we would have the number of people or the quality of people that we have today if we if we hadn't been following that. It's a big change from last year to this year. So awesome. So I should I got, say 2014 to 15. Yeah, it's a huge change, and, and so. Let's talk about this. I want to enter in, okay, here we are finishing up first quarter. What's your guys' target for number of closed transactions this year? Sure. So our uh, target and the plan that we have to support that is 675 sides uh, for $123 million in sales. Okay. And where are you guys looking to end out the first quarter? First quarter is going to be uh, right at about – 70. So first two months of the year, we only closed 38. We're, we were behind. March, we have 39 slated to close. So we're a little bit ahead of where we've um, we've curved it, not really for seasonality, but for ramp up <laughs> in yeah. growth. So uh, March, we're going to be a little bit ahead of pace and start to shake a chunk out of the January, February shortfall that we had. Um, and uh, April setting up pretty good. We have 19 under contract pending already for April. So March is a little bit behind. January and February weren't where we wanted them to be, but March is and April looks like it will be too. Awesome. So, hundred. What do you say? One hundred twenty-eight million in volume. One hundred twenty-three. Yep. One hundred twenty-three million. So, what is that? What will that equal as far as revenue? So, it's kind of a piece of how we put together the plan for this year too. Um, one, just based on the leads we knew we could obtain and the clients we knew we could convert for, but also uh, our goal this year is to net a million. So, um, it would it would 
boil down to a million dollars net profit. Okay, so you're shooting the net a million. What did you guys do last year in revenue? 430 net profit. Okay, awesome. So as we're moving, there's a couple of things that I want to really talk about. Uh, one is how do you support, because really to do a million net to support you know the agents and the growth, transactions equal leads. You got to get leads into that. So what are you guys doing right. to create the lead flow to support the growth? Right. So a um, couple of things. So when we moved back to Michigan, one thing that we hit really hard was allied resources, getting as many repeat referrers as possible. So from our core, like family, friends, things like that, this is where we grew up. So, so we have a pretty good networking sphere with that. Um, Facebook hitting it hard and just making sure people knew exactly what we're doing and, and getting reviews. But then also I was at Quicken Loans for almost two years. Um, so a lot of our friends, our loan officers are pre-approving people every single day, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we built that relationship up and, uh, and really strengthened that we actually do uh, more business with Quicken Loans than anybody else in the country. So um, yeah, that's been a, a huge piece of it as well. But those repeat refers are huge. If you can put time into those relationships, it pays off forever. So yeah, awesome. So here's the question that I don't know many mega producers ever get asked. You net a million dollars. What's the game plan with the million dollars? How do you spend your net revenues? Um, so big piece in this for the, for the long haul, for the challenge and to keep growing um, as, as big as we need the business to get so that the talent that we have within it, right. Can rise as far as they want to. And we retain that talent. Um, so we're expanding. Uh, we're going to be expanding into California um, target around May or June of this year. And there's uh, two other expansion locations that we're looking at as well. So we'll be reinvesting a good chunk of it. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't, we're not, uh, we, drive, we don't drive fancy cars. We don't, you know, do extravagant things. Uh, we just, we love this business and this, this thing called real estate and uh, keep growing it. Awesome. So you said expand, expanding into California, what other markets? Uh, California, we're looking on the West side of the state. And then possibly in Ohio or the other two that we're looking at right now. Okay. So how do you, how do you decide where you expand to? Um, so that's a good question. So uh, California just kind of all came together. We had an agent whose wife took a new job out in Southern California, happened to be the same area that Joe and I lived for three years, already have an established network and base there. Um, so that's how that one came about. The price point, obviously, is really nice as well. <laughs> uh, well a little higher than our 170 right now. Uh, and then uh, the west side of the state, a little bit similar. We have a couple of people that are looking to do something and partner up with us. So where the talent is, um, is where we're looking to, to expand to. It's not pick out a place and then let's find people. It's more so where the people are that can help us expand is where we're going to go. Awesome. So have you guys, because obviously you've done Recruit Select, have you guys gone through the ESO training, the expansion yes. training? Yep. Yeah, we did ESO in December. How many times have you gone through uh, Recruit Select and how many times have you gone through ESO? So I've gone through Recruit Select twice. Um, Joe's gone through it. He'll be going on his third time this month. And ESO, we both only went through uh, once so far. Okay. Awesome. So you guys are freaking doing fantastic. Here's here's there's so many agents in this business. There's so many possibilities in this business. There's so many directions you can go. Yeah. Why have you guys got so laser focused on growing a, a mega team? Because it takes passion behind that. It takes you know the want, the desire. If you don't have it, it's not going to happen. So so what gives that to you guys, and why the, why build the team so big? Sure. Um, 
a challenge. <laughs> it's challenging. I think we're both driven by everybody's driven by something, right? And we're we're definitely both driven by challenge. Uh, but also, like I said, we, we believe strongly in making opportunities for people and bringing in talented people, and then letting it grow as big as it needs to, so that those those talented people stay within our organization, continue to have those partnerships for the long term. Um, so. I don't know how big it's going to get. Joe and I both don't know how big it's going to get, but uh, we're not going to stop it from growing, that's for sure. So with, with these talented individuals working with you, what do you do for them that they're just so excited to be a part of what you guys have created, the vision and seeing the Oasis? What, sure. what do you do to make it a win for them? Uh, a couple things. I think the culture we have is pretty awesome. Uh, we have uh, in, in our back room where the, all the agents are sitting right now, our, our brokerage is still kind of designing the space and still building it out. So we won't have our permanent space for another month, but we've made makeshift <laughs> work areas for everybody at the brokerage office. And uh, in the back, they have a gong. So they're hitting the gong when they set a listing appointment, when they're doing their prospecting. Um, we have a, a, a American flag cape that we're handing out on uh, Mondays at our meeting for the top prospector for that uh, for that week. So just keeping things fun. Um, we're all, you know, kind of friends at the same time. So it, it, it uh, makes it easy kind of to have a, a good culture. Um, we just all get along really well. And then just giving back to the agents, making sure they constantly have the support they need, both from an operation standpoint, making sure they're super thrilled with uh, the service that we're able to give and support them with on the, the ops side, right? And then also um, just doing fun events. We just uh, we took half the team down to family reunion with Keller Williams, New Orleans. I know uh, the guys had a great time on that. So, yeah. Who's not going to have fun during Mardi Gras in New Orleans <laughs> on Bourbon Street? Am it I was right? wild. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> It's pretty wild. Awesome. So uh, what does their workspace look like? They got like a, a small cubicle. What's the plan and expansion with that? Do they have a, sure. an office? What, what does it look like? It's uh, <laughs> it, uh, was, uh, it, it, So phase one of the brokerage is what we have right now, while phase two is still being worked on. Phase one, we have a, a back copying room slash there's like a couple of uh, like desks set up, not desks, um, countertops. So it's pretty open. It's an open workspace. Um, six or eight of our guys are, are working out there, working out of there on a daily basis. Um, different, you know, not everybody's there at the same time. Um, they're coming at different times, but uh, that's what it looks like for the agents. And then our ops team has their own separate office. Uh, obviously quite a different dynamic between how uh, the sales force likes to have their environment versus the uh, operations side. So awesome. <laughs> keep it a little more quiet for the ops side. So at the end of the day, then, uh, you you have to be able to take these leads you're getting from your allied resources, from from Quicken Loans, the friends you guys have there, from your network, social media, and you've got to be able to convert them to qualified appointments, right. from qualified appointments to get contracts signed. That's that's the whole basis of your sales team's job. What is the training program you have in place, and how are you always making sure that they are the best salespeople in your areas? Sure. Um, so we have what's called buyer team setup. So when you start with our team, you come on as a showing agent. Um, a portion of your day is doing outbound prospecting, getting real comfortable on the phones. Because uh, in addition to our allied resources, the other huge chunk of our business this year is going to come from prospecting and marketing, um, but mostly the prospecting side. So uh, you're on the phones for a few hours a day, um, getting two, three hundred dials at least every day while you're starting. And then you start shadowing uh, with the buyer's agent, making sure you understand uh, what it, this is all from the buy side, obviously, uh, what it looks like, 
to do is showing what kind of value you can add to the client, uh, what you need to understand about properties. Going on inspections, obviously, is a plethora of information. I've learned something still. Everybody, I think, learns something from the inspector when you're going on an inspection. Um, so picking up all those nuggets and then from there, um, starting to pull comps and starting to get into the buyer consultations, which is a huge piece for us. We work solely on exclusives. And uh, yeah, but that's kind of what the, the onboarding process looks like for our showing agents. So, so really you're doing is throwing them into the fire and letting them see get the experience. Is that right? It's a, it's a piece of it. Yeah, a lot of most of our agents, um, actually all of our agents so far have been brand new to the industry. So, uh, well, a couple were, were in real estate for three or four months, but pretty much brand new to the industry. So Keller Williams offers, offers a, a class called Ignite. So we also have them go through Ignite, which gets them some uh, coaching from the productivity coach at the office. Um, so not all of the training is on that buyer's agent that they're teamed up with. Okay, you have some systems in place to, to go over the skills and, and what the overall picture looks like. Right. That's, so that's great. So with, uh, with these guys moving forward, they're on their phones, they're selling. How do you, uh, I guess, determine if, if they are going to be a candidate or not? I know a lot of agents and, and mega producers I've interviewed, they're saying, hey, they've got to be in the business one year or less. Do you guys have that standard as well? One year or less. Are you saying how we're doing our selection process from a recruiting exactly standpoint? like these these new hires? Are, are is it say hey if you are you kind of filtering if you've been in longer than one year we don't really want you you're tainted you've gone another direction does that matter to you not, guys? Not 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 a hundred percent. All of our agents so far have come in straight you know as, as new agents, um, but it's not to say if somebody fits with the culture that's a really big part of it for us is making sure they fit if they fit and they have the right. Um, um, uh, behaviors and just the right way of, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Standards and things like that. Then uh, by all means, we talked to somebody who's been in the industry more than an, a year, but uh, it is nice to be able to get fresh new people in the business um, and just, just train them up and how we do business with our group. Awesome. How does your compensation program look like? What are, what are the benefits they have? How do they make money? And, and how do you guys make money with, with, sure. with the leverage side? How does that work? Uh, on the operation side or on the sales side? Both. Let's go over both sides. Both. Okay. Uh, so on the operation side, our uh, VAs are paid hourly or weekly salary. Um, and then the uh, based on a 40-hour week. And then the listing manager and transaction coordinator are both paid salaries. And then we do offer health benefits as well. So we're contributing towards their health care starting after 90 days of being with us. Um, pay for their parking. Um, offer bonuses for them. If for referrals. So if they're, you know, networking with their sphere and they bring business to the business, we give them bonuses for that. We also bonus them on the number of transactions that close so that when the business is doing well, they're also doing more financially too. Um, so that's kind of how it's set up on the operation side. And what, what are those, um, what do those salaries look like? So for our buyer, um, buyer and listing side, it's right around 40 grand as a base salary um, starting and uh, and then we contribute between 150 to 200 a month for healthcare. Okay, so 40, 40 grand um, for the salary, and they're W two employees or are these the VAs? W two. Okay. W two. So, so obviously yeah. you're going to have uh, employment tax on there, plus they're going to have, so they're not going to actually get the 40 grand, but then they're getting the the health uh, health insurance benefit. How right. how are you bonusing them on the closed transaction side? 
Closed transaction side, um, there it's tiered, so it's kind of aligned with the number of transactions. You know, from speaking with everybody in industry and what we've seen as well, uh, one transaction coordinator should be able to handle about 25 closings a month. So if they're hitting that productivity target, um, they're getting bonused. Um, I think we're starting at 25 closings for the month, $25 per closing. 30 closings for the month is $30 per closing. 35 is 35 per closing. So. It's, okay. it's tinkering up like that. And then our virtual assistants, um, the one through onlinejobs.ph were paying $4 an hour, which actually is on the higher side. Uh, but she's truly phenomenal. And then through my out to us, it's like eight sixty an hour. Okay. So with, um, with that, I want to point out too, if you guys are watching this, $40,000 a year doesn't mean that's what you're going to pay. It could be more, it could be less. That's going to be based on, I would guess, your market rate and what's, what's the market value in your area. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, they also, uh, one's a Columbia grad and had a, a lot of experience that's that's uh, applicable to real estate. Neither of them came from real estate. One was a teacher and one came from a business manager role. But um, but it's just what we felt was fair compensation for what they were bringing to the table and the role that they'd be doing. Okay. Awesome. So let's go to the sales side. What does your compensation plan look like with your sales division? So on the sales division, uh, when uh, go to the buyer agent, show, showing agent. So showing agents, um, when they come on board, they make 20% of the transaction. The buyer's agent makes 30%. So that sales team is making 50%. And then the business has the other uh, 50%. We do have a lead buyer's agent uh, who gets an override as well. And what's the, the override that, that the lead buyer agent gets? The override that we have in place is 3%. And that comes out of the company's side. So technically the company brings home 47%. Okay. And so let's say that buyer's agent, um, does, does every buyer's agent have a showing agent or how do you decide who has one and doesn't have one? Sure. So um, we just brought on three showing agents in the last two weeks. So at this point we have four, a lead buyer's agent and three other buyer's agents. So a total of four buyer's agents and we now have a total of five showing agents. So um, two of our buyer's agents now have two showing agents each. Um, another one, the lead buyer agent has one. And then one of our buyer's agents is pretty new, so he doesn't have a showing agent yet. But basically, once the buyer agent's up to the level in which they've built their piece of the business and uh, have it really rocking and rolling, then they can bring out a showing agent. Okay. Awesome. So how many transactions per month is, is an individual getting paid on? Um, last year, we averaged six closings per month per buyer's agent. Um, so this year should be pretty close. Uh, we're trying to spread things out a little bit more so everybody has more time for the prospecting and lead gen every day. Um, so yeah, it should be right around six closings a month this, this so, year. So six closing a month uh, throughout the year. So what can a buyer's agent, you know, when they're in the full swing, but what can they anticipate earning in a 12-month period? So last year, average was around 12, uh, 12, 10 to 12,000 a month. So they're all over six figures. Um, this year with additional showing agents, we'll have to see a little bit how it plays out, but the plans and the 411s that we have in place for all the buyer's agents, uh, we'll still put them between 100 to 150 for most okay. of them. Um, and one around 200. So how, how, here's the question that, that I also have never heard anyone ask, and because and you know the agents out there watching, they've been in this business and they're like, why the fuck would someone want to work for my <laughs> team and only get paid 30% of the deal? So sure. how, how do you how do you say well it's not about the commission it's about the the vision and the end thing that you're creating here and what they're getting paid at the end of the year does that make right. sense Yeah that's exactly what it's about so if you, if um, 
like you said, it doesn't matter what cut of what deal you're making, zero or hundred percent of zero is still zero. Um, but 30% of closing 15 million is obviously a lot more significant. So um, the, for those who see the vision, like you said, and, and understand from a business standpoint, that concept, uh, realize that they're leveraging out all the stuff they don't like to do. <laughs> they're leveraging out all the operations, paperwork, dealing with lenders, dealing with the other side of the, of the transaction all the way through once it's under contract, um, the showings on the weekends and in the nights, you can really leverage your time so that our buyer's agents are more of a, almost kind of a nine to five um, doing their prospecting in the morning and negotiating deals in the afternoon, answering a couple phone calls, but you get your life back. Um, so it's a really pretty, pretty cool model. And then from a client service standpoint, which is the core of, of everything that we do. Um, I mean, our clients have multiple people that they can reach out to and get into a house right away. So it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty cool system. It's working really well so far. Awesome. So you're saying the showing agents are kind of work more weird hours and then the buyer's agents are kind of nine to five, they don't have, do they, are, they're not working weekends, they're not working nights, are they working weekends? So they have been a little bit because we didn't have the showing agents in place. We just brought on those three showing agents in the last two, three weeks. Um, so a lot of that will start to go to those showing agents as they're now getting trained up um, so they can get their evenings back. But the buyer team we've had in place for, it's probably been eight or nine months. Uh, yeah, he's at home with his family having dinner um, and the showing agent is out on the weekends and the evenings because that's what works for her lifestyle. Um, yeah. works for his lifestyle is being home with his two kids and his wife and having dinner and, and then maybe hopping online for an hour or two to, to check on things. But um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Awesome. I love that. So from hearing it, a lot of these are buyers. How many of your deals are sellers? How many are buyers? So last and, year we were what, eight. And what's your game plan for this year of, of percentages split up, if that makes sure. sense? Yeah, last year we were 80-20. We're super heavy buy. It's a different kind of setup. It's not the model. <laughs> so we're trying to get that smoothed out a little bit. Um, but we're also not going to shut down that business because we have a really good system in place now to keep it running um, and make it profitable. Um, this year, though, we're, we're targeting 25 listings, 75, um, 75 buyers. So we still anticipate it's going to be pretty heavy buyers. And a lot of first-time home buyers, which which um, maybe makes things slightly more challenging right now in getting offers accepted because they're, you know, 60% FHA and, and all that. But if you think about it again from the long term, the long the long game, it's uh, awesome. Love having first-time home buyers. So. Yeah, awesome. So I think you guys have really broke it down today, Renee. I appreciate you guys being on here. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to finalize or put in there? No, I really appreciate you you having us uh, having us on today. I think, like you hit on before, there's many different ways of doing it. A big team's not what everybody wants to do, but uh, whatever it is you want to do, there's absolutely no reason why you can't do it. So just get out there. And there's no reason you can't do it and still have a life. You know, I look right. at um, what I'm barely working three and a half days a week now, and and other agents are are working like seven days a week, making yeah. like thirty grand a month, and it, or I mean thirty grand a year. It doesn't have to be that way. You can no. really create the life that you want, whether it's a million dollars a year, whether it's four hundred thousand dollars a year, or five million. You can create that. It's just Absolutely. what you, you want to create. Um, I had one other thing that I wanted to ask, and I totally totally forgot what it was. So I guess we're not even going to ask it. It was a great question too. So <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, once again, tell us how people get in touch with you. And this was seriously awesome interview, so thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, my email address is Renee, R-E-N-E-E, -E, at thedeliagroup.com, T-H-E-D-E-L-I-A-G-R-O-U-P. And then phone number is 248-877-9379, or you can find me on Facebook as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. 
everyone, make sure to watch this interview over and over again. It's also will end up being on my podcast if you haven't subscribed to that on iTunes and Stitcher. Want you guys to really go check out Fearless Agent Coaching and Training. It's one of the most affordable platforms that focus on your skills, your schedule, and your systems, especially for agents that aren't doing what they want to do in this business, even on their own. Uh, check out Mojo Sales Dialer, a huge tool for every top producer that I've seen in this industry. And then also check out my website, Winning the Inner Game. We'll see you guys later. Hey, everyone. Did you like this episode? Well, be sure to subscribe and share it with friends. If you want free content and world-class training on inner game, real estate, and turning the impossible into possible and the invisible into visible, well, visit me at winningtheinnergame.com and enter your name and email to the winner circle. We'll see you there.